Dreaming about teaming up with a superhero? Heartbroken about the latest comic death? Do you find your conversations always turning to Marvel? Then welcome Marvelites to your therapy session. Join your hosts as we explore the realms of the Marvel Universe, taking you into new insights, movie reviews, and debates. Here, we won't try to cure any obsessions, but fuel them because the world is better nerdy. Welcome to your Marvel Therapy Group. Welcome, listeners, and happy end of October. This is our October Roundup episode. Where there was a lot of news in October, so we're going to go over that. Enjoy. And before Joe forgets to introduce us again, I'm just going to jump right on that <laughs> and say, well, actually, and this time we're excited because all three hosts are here to do the monthly roundup and because hey, Haley's here with us this time. Woo-hoo. Yay. Yay. <laughs> I'm Jack. Welcome, Jack. Thanks, Joe. What's your reason for being here? Marvel. I'm Haley. And I'm Joe. You're th- these are your we're your three hosts. <laughs> Welcome. Um, right, so the first first order of business was that Chris Evans tweeted out a goodbye to um, his character. And people were very upset about that because it seemed like he was saying goodbye to the character. So he says Officially wrapped in Avengers 4, it was an emotional day to say the least. Playing this role over the last eight years has been an honor to everyone in front of the camera, behind the camera, and in the audience. Thank you for the memories. Eternally grateful. Eight years? Doesn't seem like eight years. (laughs) Yeah. Three years? Oh god, it's been a long time. So, a lot of people were upset about that. Seems like the character might die, which I think we all know Captain America is not going to make it out of Avengers 4. Yeah. yeah. It's still, like, premature. Don't hint at it too much. We have, like, a shred of hope. We have very little hope, but... But he did clarify and say that, no, that was... He tweeted that the day that he wrapped up filming for his character. It was very emotional, but that doesn't give anything away. He's not yeah. saying one way or another. See, they could be hinting that he'll actually die, but that it's Disney and Marvel, so that he might still not die. Mm-hmm. Who knows? He could have signed, like, another four-year contract. But they're like, ha, you all think he's gonna die. They sent that tweet out that he's gonna die, and he's dying. Yeah, if you're one of those fans that looks for theories and everything, he ends up by saying, eternally grateful. So, <laughs> Avengers Eternal. <laughs> that's, that's, the, that's the title. Avengers Eternal. Calling it here. <laughs> It could be, or he just just meant, you know, I'm always going to be happy (laughs) I played this part. Or (laughs) It's not like in five years he's going to be like, thank God that's over. No, you know what it is? Marvel's going to be making an an Eternals movie. Captain America, with the use of the the Infinity Stones, he's going to turn into an Eternal. I was going to say, they're just going to be like, stuck in the Soul Stone forever. It was just Marvel for a hundred (laughs) years, like... Soulstone episodes and still stuck in the Soulstone. Yeah. <laughs> it's white in here. It looks white. Like, I don't know. I like to picture. <laughs> Just short stories that go on for years and years and years until they can think of a new plot line. I like to picture <laughs> Chris Evans with the Russo brothers and Kevin Feige all sitting in a room while he tweets this and they're like, alright, say Eternal so we can talk about the Eternals. <laughs> right, <movie>. yeah. <laughs> They're just all scheming. Yeah, they're like, and that's an Easter egg for this, and that's an Easter egg for that. Yeah. Haven't had coffee for five years and counting. <laughs> Um, speaking of the Rooster Brothers, they also posted some cool things this this month. One of which was a black and white 
possibly a set photo, I don't know what that is, but the caption is, look hard. So you see there's some equipment, you see a definite A in that ladder, an E, possibly an E up here in the left. Um, a with that other kind of ladder someone's Yeah, yep. So a lot of people are saying that the title is spelled out in here, maybe end game. Um, I'm going to say it, eternal. <laughs> uh, let's see what other people are saying. There's... um looking real hard. Well, looking harder. I found a lot of stuff. Yeah, people are pointing out the equipment and saying that it's from the original Iron Man movies or time travel equipment type things. End game. I like he said look hard, but then people are looking like way too hard. Finale is one that people are saying. Because I feel like it's one of those things where like it might be super easy, and it might just be like the two A's of Avengers Assemble or something. But then it might be something really difficult, or like he's just watching this go down, like laughing because he's like, I just meant that one A for Avengers. Oh matter, and yeah, yeah. But people are spelling like full sentences in the background. He's just <laughs> laughing his ass off. Yeah, probably. It, it's probably that A. Just like, hey, look, look what we did. Yeah, like, look, it's an A for Avengers. Cool. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Like, I think I see Endgame. <laughs> and he's just laughing. Or there's, you know, who knows, like a whole paragraph in that photo. Honestly, and he's yeah. Still laughing because people can't figure it out. Is there, like, there's a star thing, like that white spot? It's supposed to be like Captain Marvel, cosmic. I don't know. There's a slump down there that looks like a wasp. She's dead, I don't know, on the ground. <laughs> Uh, so following that, once they wrapped up, the Russo brothers again tweeted this, just a picture of a blue light or blue smear with the hashtag wrapped. And again, people are speculating. What is, what do you think that could be? Honestly, to me, it just looks like a It looks like a scene from Star Trek. (laughs) (laughs) Just like lens flares. Avengers Star Trek. Yeah. (laughs) Avengers into darkness. Or, I don't know. Okay, bear with me here. It looks like a window. It looks like the window of the Enterprise. The front window for the lens flare. Bear with me here. Disney owns Marvel and they own Star Wars. Does that not look a little bit like the Millennium Falcon engine? Uh... I don't see it. (laughs) Maybe a lightsaber blur? Yeah. You know what this probably is? They probably didn't even mean to tweet the photo. It just somehow got... It's just a... They took a picture recently, but it was blurry, like a glare off something blue. They accidentally posted it with the hashtag wrapped, and then everyone's going off about that. <laughs> At the same time, though, I feel like they've worked for Marvel for so long, they know we can't post anything by accident. We will right. literally... Yeah. They, we they, will literally uh, get murdered in our sleep. I was thinking almost it's something to do with the... With a cosmic cube, the Tesseract, yeah, one of the Infinity cool. Stones. I think you get a long-awaited Star Wars Marvel crossover. Yeah. <laughs> um, Mark Hamill was once rumored to be in Guardians 3, right? Marvel one Star point. Wars, a.k.a. We're Desperate. <laughs> <laughs> they are definitely not. They have so much money. No, everyone else is desperate. <laughs> the fans are desperate for more. Yeah, so I don't know what that is. A police siren? Like, lights? I don't know. In other news, Iron Fist was cancelled. After Iron Fist 2... Iron Fist Season 2 came out, Iron Fist Season 3 has been cancelled. You know, it's amazing that Netflix looked at Iron Fist Season 1 and was like, 
yeah, sure, season two, that seems okay. And then they make a season two, and it's actually an insane improvement over season one. So much so that someone like me, who did not like Iron Fist season one and really did not care about season two, actually wanted to watch a season three after they after finishing season two, and now I can't because they canceled it. I always liked Iron Fist. I liked the first season. I know I'm one of like the five people who did, but I liked the show. I was invested in the characters. I thought it was pretty good. But I have to say that I'm not too disappointed in the cancellation of the series because the shows are so interconnected that they can easily bring in Iron Fist and Colleen Wing in some other show and like and continue their stories from there, explain what that end credit scene or how like explain that several months later scene at the end of the, the season. I would be fine if in a couple months a new show called Colleen Wing is announced. It's essentially Iron Fist season three, but not Iron Fist season three. That's true. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past Marvel to do something like that, to say, oh, Iron Fist is cancelled, but here's a new show <laughs> called Colleen Daughters of Wing. the Dragon. <laughs> Or Daughters of... Yes, do a Daughters of the Dragon show on Netflix. Right, Daughters of the Dragon is Misty yeah, Knight. Yeah, I think a lot of people are just thinking it's like a show about dragons and it's not <laughs> like a sci-fi <laughs> dragon show. Well, we'll they'll never see the dragon now. If they continue talking about the heart of the dragon like they did so much in the second <laughs> season, it wouldn't be about a dragon. That's fair. But Daughters of the Dragon is Misty Knight and Calling Wing. I really liked they brought in Misty Knight as a main character for season two. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was... It really added to the show. I kind of, I know we're not talking about Iron Fist right now per se, but I do like how Iron Fist season two, Finn pulled this pulled a Defenders and was like, all right, take the characters that work, aka Colleen and Misty Knight, and separate them from Danny Rand. <laughs> Same as how they took Matt, Jessica, and Luke, and was like, all right, you three go off and do your own thing, and Danny will just get ki- just get kidnapped. <laughs> oh, that's sad. I'm sorry, Finn Jones. I know you do your best. Well, Finn Jones also tweeted, I have an enormous amount of love and respect for everyone involved with the last two seasons of this show. Uh, Defending the greatest city in the world amongst the most talented and and warmest people has been a privilege and a joy. Blessed to have taken this journey and grateful for the ongoing support. So I like that because it's almost like how how the last episode in the second season started where he's talking about every beginning... No, every end is a new beginning. Something like that. This tweet kind of, or uh, the post on Instagram, I think, actually. I mean, it's kind of hard sounds to like that. listen to Danny when he starts talking about Western or Eastern philosophy <laughs> and chi, and you're like, where's Ward to tell him to shut up? Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, I, I liked season two. It was very, it was very good. Colleen and Misty, of course, yeah, were great. Definitely, definitely a disappointment that it got canceled. But again, they can easily continue it in some way. Daredevil season three yeah, came out. Yeah, Daredevil season three is coming out, and I'm so excited. And we want to know what you were most excited about, and what surprised you, your favorite moments. So definitely get in touch with us, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, comment sections. Let us know what what your favorite parts were. I'm excited, but I'm also the only reason I'm cautious is because they kept saying. This season's gonna be dark. This season we're going super dark. And I recently watched the first two episodes of season one, and I'm like, this show is already wicked dark. What else are you doing? But yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited that uh, 
Bullseye is going to be on the show. I'm excited right. to bring back Kingpin and like what looks to be like a and what looks to be like a full time capacity, like not just for a few episodes, like season two. Yeah. Other TV shows, The Gifted season two. Did that start this month? I don't remember. But The Gifted season two is has has started. Yeah, it's. I don't think any of us have watched The Gifted, unfortunately. No, I, I would, I, it's, it's been on my list for a while because I like Amy Ackler, and I know it's apparently it's fairly really good. I just, I know at some point I'll get into it. I just have to you know sit down and binge the first season. Yeah, it's on my list too, so I'll eventually watch it. Maybe we can do like an episode where we watch the first episode, Joe. Yeah. I don't know. I'm worried about that show because they bring in Polaris and the Stepford sisters. They call it the Stepford sisters, not the Stepford cuckoos. And if you're gonna it's bring like, these why characters, at that point? right? Yeah, <laughs> seriously. You just you need to do the characters right. Especially, I don't know. Those are great characters. You need to do them right. So I hope that they did them right. <laughs> That's all I can say about that. All right. Well, I think we gotta talk about the big quote unquote. Marvel movie that came out this month, which was <clears throat> Venom. Venom. Yeah. So Venom had a twenty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes with an eighty million dollar opening weekend, which is biggest actually good opening, for October. Biggest opening weekend in October, I think. Yeah. If not definitely domestically, I'm not sure about internationally. Anything on Venom? Haley? How much did they spend? I don't know. I saw something. I saw something. I don't know if this. I saw something that I said they would need four fifty to break even, including including the cost of marketing and making the movie. Which mm. like, that, that, that seems high though. Decent money. It has to at least triple what it spent to make the movie. Yeah, so I don't see. Eighty million dollar box office movie. This, I think Venom could do it. Yeah. That's a lot higher than what they were expecting. They were expecting like 50, 60 oh, really? million, I think. Okay. And I like how they called it the number one movie in the world when it has nothing else to compete with. Like, <laughs> way to go. Yeah, like number one movie in the world compared to what? The house with the clock Correct. in its walls couldn't beat it. <laughs> well, that's been out for, that had been out for a while. If you've watched past episodes, you know I was very vocal about how angry I was that Venom actually existed and how I wasn't going to give the movie any money. But a friend offered to give the pay for my ticket, so I did end up seeing it, and... Oh, so you didn't get a free ticket. Someone else paid for your ticket? Yes. So you still gave the movie well, money. I, n- I personally didn't get By the proxy. movie money. By proxy. Yeah. <laughs> Compared to the people who haven't went. By proxy, you have given the I money. didn't feel great about myself, Haley, but <laughs> what else was I supposed to do? That's all right. It's good to have one of our podcast hosts. It was a big moral. It was, it was a real moral 20, dilemma for me. Twenty-eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I will say this: it's entertaining. It's about exactly what you'd expect from this movie. It is very, it is very average with points of below average sprinkled in, and any points of above average. <laughs> I mean, enjoyable. I feel like when it hits average, it does average pretty well, but when it hits below average, it really goes below average. It's. Did you see the Eminem music video they for should, Venom? No. They play, the, they play the song during the end credits, though. Yeah, I was just wondering like which one had better special effects. <laughs> so, other movies. The Dark Phoenix trailer dropped. <laughs> I don't think... I'm going to say it right now. I don't think this movie's ever coming out. Seriously. Dark Phoenix is never going to be released. <laughs> 
which is amazing. It's a movie. It's gonna be a movie that will have Sophie Turner, James McAvoy, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. Who's the guy who plays Magneto? I don't care. He does an awful job. Michael Fassbender. <laughs> you do a good job, Michael Fassbender. Don't listen to them. But yeah, it's this insane big budget movie that I just don't believe is ever going to come out. I just think they're gonna keep pushing it further and further back until Disney's like. All right, we really don't need this movie coming out. Let's just... If anything, we'll put it on Disney Play, their new streaming service. It's just kind of yeah. Here you go. Maybe Watch they'll... if you want. <laughs> maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll do a version where they have Kevin Feige and the Russo brothers doing commentary on the movie. Or when all their other Marvel stuff kind of starts running dry, they'll be like, "Twenty twenty four, great time." Dark Phoenix. <laughs> You're all desperate because, you know, everything else has played its course, so here it is. Or it'll be immediately to um, DVD. You'll find it in, like, Redbox. <laughs> or in, like, a five sec- $5 section at Walmart. <laughs> I mean, between these two movies that have been supposedly coming out for a while, New Mutants and Dark Phoenix, I would still like to see the New Mutants. I still think that one has potential to be good. Yeah. But again, as long as they do the characters right... As long as there's some world building up to that point where they're suddenly somehow in this insane asylum. But uh, two days, what was it, two days after the trailer dropped, suddenly they were like, oh, this movie's coming out in July, actually. (laughs) June or July, whenever it's coming out. Never. Of 2024. (laughs) (laughs) You heard it here. 2024. Dark Phoenix drops. (laughs) But the movie looks, based on the trailer, it just looks like, actually, the last... The Last Stand, but with a younger cast. And what they need to understand is that Jean Grey, or the Phoenix is not Jean Grey. It's not some mental block that she has. The Phoenix Force is this cosmic entity that always targets Jean Grey for some weird reason. <laughs> I'm actually going to rant about that a little bit more. I, I, was, I, I was sitting back, I wasn't like, getting ready to just relax for a while to hear this. I, I was, was going, going to. to be another yeah. podcast just about you guys ranting about Jean Grey and Dark Phoenix. <laughs> You've got to do the characters right. So I've actually, this came out in September, but I just found it. It's a, it's a thing called an audio play. It's called Wolverine the Long Night. And I guess an audio play, you, you described it. I think it's an audio book, but... Yeah, so an audio play is essentially just like these actors. That, it's, it's sort of like a radio play from the 1930s. Like it's these actors reading from a script and there's sound effects, but it's not like a narrated thing. Like it's like they... um. And they do a lot, they have a lot of, they were really popular in the 1930s, like the Superman serials where radio plays, and sort of like, um, Doctor Who does a lot of them. And, yeah, now apparently there is one about Wolverine. And as the first and only audio play I've listened to so far can say it, it is, is the best audio play I have ever heard. That's, that's high praise. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, so another point of news I thought was interesting, actually, no, I didn't think it was interesting, it just made me mad, was the fact that James Gunn has moved to DC and will be writing and possibly directing Suicide Squad 2. Which is interesting. I mean, good that he got new work. This whole thing Um, is just stupid. Are making a second one? Yeah. On top of that. Where are they going to go with that? Maybe uh, apparently James Harley Gunn says he's taking it in like a whole new direction. I feel like there's just gonna be a, a Harley Quinn Joker movie. Yeah. The rest is just gonna be like in jail. Right. <laughs> Part twelve. Yeah, I don't know what they would do for that, but everybody wanted James Gunn to do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and it just makes me so angry that Disney is just so determined to be like, 
no, we're never hiring him back. We're sticking to our guns. <laughs> Over, <laughs> Not in this case. Not in this case, yeah. <laughs> and so it got to the point where it's like, no, James, like, I mean, good, I guess I'm happy James Gunn still has work. Like, I'm glad this didn't ruin his career, but God, this whole thing is just, this whole thing is just so stupid. And I like to say they better find somebody good to replace him for Guardians 3. Well, this also came out in, on September 30th, and I didn't realize that, but Marvel Rising... Have you heard about it? I don't think so. I've heard the name. I don't know what oh, it is. Oh, Marvel Rising is a TV movie animated. Uh, it was on, like, Disney XD, so it was meant for kids. But it had Squirrel Girl, America Chavez, Quake, uh, Spider-Gwen. Oh, Ms. Marvel, too, right? Uh, Ms. Marvel, yep, Kamala Khan. And it was animated. I actually thought it was a TV show, but apparently it was a movie, so I did not know that. I also didn't know it was released. And it might be because it wasn't targeted to to our age range, because I was so out of the loop for this. But Dove Cameron, who played, I think it was Spider-Gwen, uh, she sang the theme song. It was pretty good, so we're going to talk over it and let it play in the background. Because I didn't know that Dove Cameron could sing. Are we allowed to do that? I, I don't know. We'll see. We'll take the risk. She sang a lot. She did? I only, I had only seen her in Agents she of S.H.I.E.L.D. She's a singer, and she does a lot of Disney stuff. Okay. Disney. I'm definitely... Like child, child actors. Well, she's good. Like Selena Gomez was, and Tabernacle. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy they're making cartoons that are targeted at a younger audience to try to get them into Marvel. Yeah. So that's how I got into, like, comic books and stuff, as I was watching, like the Batman cartoons or like the Justice League cartoons when I was growing up and that's where my love for comics and superheroes began and so I'm glad they're sort of continuing that with making stuff that's you know targeted towards younger people to try to bring them into this fandom mm-hmm. and they have a little music video to go along with it which are just clips from the movie it looks like so it's by Dove Cameron it's called Born Ready I'll stop it there the last point of news that I have are things from New York Comic Con. So there will be one-shots, really, comic one-shots released in January for their 80th anniversary, which I could have sworn Marvel had just celebrated their 75th anniversary. But apparently that was five years ago. Well, there's always something. Like, there's always, like, Captain America's 75th anniversary or, like, Daredevil's 600th issue that they always make a big deal of. I mean, DC does the same thing. It's just, these, char- these characters are all old. We also found out that The Runaways will be released all at once on Hulu on December 21st. It's exciting. That is exciting. Did Anything you watch else? The, uh, the first season of Runaways? I did. Haley? I have not yet. I have a very long list of stuff I need to watch. It's pretty good. It's it's good. Yeah, definitely check it out. Um, Yeah, I don't... I think that's all the news I had. I'm trying to think. They announced... uh, I'm a big Daredevil guy, so I always get my Daredevil comic news. They announced the current writer of Daredevil is leaving, and he's starting his last run, which is called The Death of Daredevil, which makes me a little nervous, but... Hmm. I also have Magneto news. Uh, Zach Thompson and Lonnie Nadler, who are in charge of Magneto right now, they were quoted with saying, at New York Comic Con, we're probably going to ruin Magneto for a lot of you. And all I have to say is, nothing that I can say on this podcast. <laughs> what do well, you mean they there? Can say uh, a lot of you. You could be exempt from that. 
Maybe. Maybe, yeah, maybe I will like what they're doing with Magneto, but you better not ruin the character. What do you mean they're in charge of, like, they're writing a Magneto comic series, or they're writing the X-Men? Uh, no, just the comic series that Magneto is in, I believe. Well, is Magneto still, like, like a good guy in the comics right now? I would say so, yeah. So maybe that's what, maybe he's going bad again. I don't think they can do that with the character. They can't bring him back to bad, because he's always gonna have, like, he's always gonna have that point where you can see where he's coming from. Your justification of just that kind of running in, like, Thanos mm-hmm. It's like, bad, but he kind of has a reason, however good or bad or ish. Or crazy, yeah. it is. <laughs> but, like, it's rooted in something that isn't so crazy. Right. He just took it to extremes and won't listen. <laughs> and won't listen, that, but, like, yeah. where do you draw the line? Alright, so I think that's it for the October Roundup. I think so, yeah. Yeah. Alright, well as always, thank you for tuning in to the Marvel Therapy Group. We hope we've helped you guys, we hope this therapy group helps you get through your Marvel obsession. Just one week at a time. (laughs) Alright, so from all of us, thanks again for tuning in. Be sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes or Podbean. You know, like us, rate us five stars, you really appreciate it. Or check us out on social media, we're Marvel Therapy Group across Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Marvel Therapy Group, where together we can work through our comic thoughts and learn to live beside them. Views expressed are of the host only and do not reflect Marvel Studios or comics in any way. Hosts are in no way qualified to provide therapy. This is simply the name of the podcast. This has been another Marvel Therapy Group session.